Western United, they'll be known as, and they'll play in green and black. Towards the far post, Riston, Anton! Barisha, Diamante! Durante with a free header! And the honour of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face. Bessart, Barisha. It's Connor Payne on the left. Alessandro Diamante, the ball on a string. And... Oh, Diamante! The Western service crew are celebrating. Welcome back to Off the Pitch All That West interview series. This week we interview Apostolos Stamatopoulos, commonly referred to as Stammer on the podcast, the current number 33 for Western United, Mohawk aficionado, and I believe you have a stash at the moment now, mate. How's it going? Yeah, that's going good. My missus doesn't like it very much. So <laughs> I, I love it. That's worth it then, isn't it? Hey? That's worth it then, isn't it? Yeah, I understand. Um, so how are things at the moment? It's been a bit of a trying year for everybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's still early doors, so we're still getting into the full swing of things, and I reckon as the, as the season progresses, we're only get better. So. Now, this is a bit of a crazy one. Straight off the bat, Palmy or Palmer? I used to say Palmy. Yeah. But ever since I've come to Melbourne, I find myself saying Palmer more often. <laughs> so I, I reckon Palmer. That's so that I'm a Victorian. Oh, so you consider yourself a Victorian now? Yeah, I reckon. Oh, love it. Welcome aboard, sir. We'll get you a uh, passport if you need. Before we get too deep into this, I want to say that Scott, who is also on the line, is um, one of the probably the big Stammer fans in the group, and he's been quite vocal about you on the podcast. What has the fan reaction been like for you? Like with your first couple of years with the club, the what? Both fan reaction? Yeah, the fan reaction, like uh, game day and whatnot. Oh, I mean, I I love the fans that we have. I think they're very vocal and and they've taken to me really well. Um, I haven't had any any bad experiences with them whatsoever. They're all great bunch of guys, girls, and I just want to do well for them. So see how it goes this season. They know that they'll piss me off if they say something bad about you anyway, so <laughs> it's all right. It's going to happen. Just got to to brush it off and improve and, yeah, hopefully get on the pitch and score some goals this season. Fingers crossed because uh, Scott will rub that in our faces hard. I'll do it for you, Scott. Beautiful. <laughs> so what is your football story? I started, obviously, as a youngster playing for the Adelaide Comets, which is my, um, my dad's team, NPL team in South Australia. And then from there, you know, just made like the staffy teams, like the state representative teams and all that sort of stuff. And um, from there, went into Adelaide United Youth Team. And then um, at 16, I had to get a knee operation because I with my propeller. So I got let go by Adelaide United Youth Team at that point. And then I went um, back to the Adelaide Comets, um, was playing MPL at... 16, I think, 16, until I was, like, 17. Then back to Adelaide United Youth Team under Mark Jones. And then was there for two years. And then Mark Akers came in and uh, picked me up and signed me on a scholarship deal. And then from there, started playing, I guess, scored a few goals, got a few assists in the limited game time I had. And, yeah, and then decided to come over, come over to Melbourne and... Western United shot. Nice, because uh, we were actually quite excited when the initial signing came through. We 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 saw you a lot in pre-season. You featured quite heavily. We'll get into that in a minute. So you know, it's been great watching the past year and a bit kind of thing. What was it like moving interstate after signing your first professional contract with Western United? Was it a big culture change? Yeah, it was. Um, it was a big culture change. Um, 
little bit. I mean, Melbourne's obviously a big, a bigger city, a lot more people. I think there's what, like four and a half million people in Melbourne compared to Adelaide, where there's like 1.2 or 1.4. So, yeah, it was a, a, a bit of a change, but nothing too, too strenuous or anything like that. Dealt with it all right, I think. Do you like the coffee better or? Yeah. I haven't had one bad coffee since I've been in Melbourne. Yeah, it's definitely the way, isn't it? Um, yeah. How do you take your coffee? Uh, strong skinny latte. Love it. Oh, good. That's uh, we get the scoop oh, I have here. Much of it. Much of it. Oh, that that's that's a scoop here. Yeah. So we featured heavily in uh, both of the pre seasons and scored a few of the club's first goals. What's mm-hmm. been like? What's it been like watching the club grow from you know, beginning to where it is now? Oh, it's just been good to be a part of be a part of the club when it first started. I mean, the people behind the scenes, you don't really hear much about them, but they do a lot of work. They put in a lot of hours. Our chairman, CEO, all those guys grow the club very well. I think they're, they're very good at that, growing the club. And we've got a few members now, which is which is really good. Um, what areas of your game have you been most focused on, like since you joined the club and probably since last season? Just being being a bit stronger. I mean, I'm only 21, about to turn 24 in April, and I just want to get more of a physical presence. So get in the gym a bit more, and with age, that will come. I just want to want to be stronger in and around the box, holding the ball up, all that sort of stuff. And because you look at like someone like Bruce, who is very strong. He holds the ball up very well. And that's what a game, an area in my game that I think I need to improve on a bit more. He's a great person to model off because he's obviously one of the highest goal scorers in our country's history. But, um, the, well, the league's history, so that's, that's really good. Who sets all the standards on the field during training and all that? Like, every oh, I can really get to you there. Yeah, Monty. 100%. These are... He's probably the best player, well, not probably the best player I've ever stepped on to a pitch with. Like the stuff he does, he just doesn't make sense to me. How he sees runs, how he plays balls, this incredible. His game awareness is, is something that I've never seen someone ever had before, and he definitely sets the standard. Sweet. Does, has he ever come? Like we we saw a few uh, like practices last season. And uh, we saw him getting into old Dylan. Um, does he get into you like that at all, or? Uh, not really. Not he does sometimes when I need it, but yeah, most of the time he doesn't. That's good. With Ica Sanchez and Iom signing recently, who's impressed you the most? Oh, well, all of them are good in in their own respect, but I think probably Victor, Victor and Ica both of them both are very very good players on the ball. Victor reading the ball. He's he never gets into a battle, really, because he's so smart with his first touch. And, yeah, he's, he's very, very impressive. Sort of reminds me of Isaias when I was playing at Adelaide. Now, looking back to last season, and, you know, you're talking the hub, what was it like, you know, being in the hub, no one around, and who did you end up sharing a room with, if you did? Um, I was with um, Nick Milani, one of the other younger boys. They were together, and, yeah, we... We both got along really well. So there was no, no problems there. No one leaving dirty socks around the room or anything like that? or. Yeah, uh, no, I'm pretty clean. So I made him, I made him uh, clean up all his stuff. 
Um, how'd you go with the the table tennis competition? We heard Cab did pretty well. Uh, I I did really well in the warm up competition, but when it came to the actual competition, I crumbled. I'm not sure if I was a player, I'll just add that in there. Yeah. But, yeah. No, nah, that's good. Okay. Peak too soon, man. We, I do the same thing in table tennis. What was it like being away from home in quarantine? Because you already moved into state, and then that extra thing of moving out of your comfort zone even further, what was that like? I'm probably one of the few players that was all right with it. I mean, if, like, my missus went back home to Adelaide, so I, thought, I guess that was a little bit more comfortable for me, knowing that she was she was back back in Adelaide with her family, not back here by herself. So, I mean, I was fine with it, really. Sweet. That's, that's great to hear that family life could sort it out. So, what, what was it like playing in all the empty stadiums during the you know, COVID time? It was, it was pretty weird. It just felt like a training game, sort of. Like, we were playing a closed-door pre-season friendly. But, yeah, it was, it was incredibly weird. I don't know how to describe it. So, that. Oh, that's cool. I can I can imagine it'd be really daunting, like having to show up for nothing, but still having the cameras there and everyone out that outside pressure. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be really. Yeah, it was, it was, I don't know. It was still a game. You like rock up to get three points, but I mean, when we're, when you're playing, like you, the fans are there, and then when you're playing, it's just like it's like no one's there anyway. So it's sort of the same same thing. Or for me personally, anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, what was it like going up against former teammate Scott McDonald in the Brisbane game in the final series? It got pretty heated at the end. I, it was a great watch for, for us as fans, but uh, like when you came on, that was you had a big impact. What was that like? Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, Tommy Aldridge is a big, big boy, so, and all their players are big boys. And I mean, you've got to be smart. We're winning the game, holding on, it got fouled, and went down so I mean I like going on in those moments I just like getting on the pitch you mm. know what I mean just trying to have an impact help the boys help the team so yeah no it was, it was fine for me it was nothing really new I did it a few times at Adelaide so yeah it was good that's awesome uh, what's what's been your highlight throughout your time at Western United I don't know I haven't scored yet so I wouldn't uh, have a <laughs> Happens, mate. That's going to be brutal for me because I, I tease him all the time. Because every like, I'm not sure if you listen to podcasts at all, but every podcast like Stabber was on, wouldn't have lost, wouldn't have lost. How do you think we're going to go this season? We'll win it. Yeah, you, you think we got it? We'll... Yeah, of course we We've got a great, great team full of experience. A lot of young boys on the bench that are eager to play. And yeah, I think if we can just stick together as a team, we'll, we'll definitely win it. Oh, love it. Love really it. Happy 
I'd absolutely love it if you could to knock out City in the grand final. That'd be my yeah, yeah. That would be a perfect dream for me. <laughs> yeah, that 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 that'd be the winner for us. Trust us. Do you have a pre-game uh, ritual? Oh, I'm just pre- no, I'm not, no, I don't really have one. I just don't drink coffee. <laughs> okay. Um, do you like? Do you have any specific kind of music you're into that gets you g'd up at all? Or nah, not really. I'm pretty pretty simple when it comes. Whatever comes on in the change room, whatever things come on, I'm easy. Even when Demo picks, like is that that that, that Euro dance stuff? Oh, he's just funny to watch. I know, I know. I'm just having a bit of a razz. Now that's everything we have for today. Is there anything you'd like to pass on to the fans? Keep getting out for the game because we need you more than ever this season with everything that's going on. So it'll be great to see you guys um, out next, next home game. Wicked. Thanks for your time today, mate. Mm-hmm.